0: And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords. With Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Well,
1: good morning, Lena. It is... Christmas
0: Eve, Eve. (laughs) Yesterday, Diane told our listeners it was Christmas Eve, 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 Eve.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, we can go on forever, can't we? We really could.
0: (laughs) Uh, Simple things. It brings me joy. All right. After what feels like a prolonged tug of war that would see no end, there seems to be an end. Let's start with our first keyword of the day.
1: But it's agreed
0: rather dramatically. Rival parties have reached a tentative agreement on next year's budget. Tentative might also be a key word there. What's the latest? Tentative
1: might certainly be a key word, and is uh, a bit of a, a jittery one at that, because <laughs> <laughs> you never know if it can be broken. But yes, there have been some compromises uh, made, for use of a better word, I guess. Uh, mm. Both parties, they did agree on a one percentage point drop in the corporate tax. That was one of the key sticking points that was a a major hurdle between the rival parties uh, and one of the main areas of debate between them. The cut applies to the highest marginal rate of 25% and the rate uh, charged to smaller companies of 10%. Uh, the People Power Party have been pushing for a three percentage point reduction on the maximum 25 percent range, basically the top 25, um, citing the relatively high tax rate weakening competitiveness in the global markets. The Democratic Party earlier accepted a proposal by the National Assembly Speaker, Kim did pure to lower the maximum rates by one percentage point. Now, the corporate tax reform um, was, as I mentioned, the biggest obstacle that kept the two parties from reaching agreement. Uh, under the compromise, 4.6 trillion one was cut from the initial government proposal, uh, which was initially 640 uh, trillion one. One of the major cuts is downsizing the budgets for a newly created police bureau set up within the interior ministry, and mm-hmm. uh, the newly created department under the justice ministry that will screen candidates for high-ranking public officials. Um, the budget that was initially proposed at £5.1 trillion will be cut by um, 50% as well. The agreement also includes plans to allocate £352.5 billion one for local gift vouchers and to add £660 billion to help reduce borrowing costs of low-income families who are provided public rental housing. Um, the two parties have also agreed to vote on several major pieces of legislation as well while they were at it. This includes uh, extending a freight rate system for cargo trucks uh, that expires at the end of the year. Of course, that was one of the points that led to this whole uh, trucker strike uh, Mm. that made headlines recently, as well as allowing the Korea Electric Power Corporation to issue more debt as well, something that could result in higher electricity costs going into next year. Also, both the budget and the corporate tax cut reform uh, will be put to a vote today but as is everything uh with the national assembly we don't know if anything is finalized until a vote is passed so we'll have to see what happens today
0: all right and with that we move on to our second keyword of the day
1: indoor mask rule
0: so korea's indoor mask mandate could soon be lifted with an announcement on the rule to be made later today Uh, we can make some predictions Uh, what can we expect
1: right so while people power party leaders met with top public officials uh health officials yesterday the officials laid down the possible conditions uh, for pausing the indoor masking rule uh, they plan to switch the indoor mask wearing requirement to a recommendation if if certain conditions are met this includes uh, covid19 hospitalizations and death rates falling of course uh, Health officials aren't really concerned about the daily numbers. They're more concerned about the hospitalizations and the severe cases and the deaths. Those are the numbers that they are most concerned about. So those numbers keep uh, need to be falling. Um, but people using public transport and medical and welfare facilities, basically places uh, that are highly vulnerable to the virus, will likely still be required um, uh, for these indoor masks. Uh, and Officials seem to think that the timing seems Right, to do away with the indoor mask restriction, cur- considering current circumstances, uh, the PPP's Policy Committee Chief, Zong noted that even if case numbers rise within the lifting, the government has enough medical personnel and facilities to respond. Uh, But he also hinted at the possibility of the mandate being reinstated if infections spiral out of of control or if there is the emergence of another uh, dangerous uh, variant that we don't know of yet. Now, on the mandatory seven-day quarantine, that's another uh, COVID-related restriction that still remains, Uh, Sung said the PPP suggested the government reduce the isolated period to three days as argued by some health experts, that's Mm. the same quarantine period that's designated to medical professionals. Um, So that is basically a benchmark timeline Mm. uh, that is being under consideration. Uh, The possible easing of the indoor mask mandate comes as cases are still relatively high, though. So there are still some concerns there, Mm. uh, especially with this uh, possibility of a winter resurgence. Um, But before or around the Lunar New Year holiday is being reported as a possible time frame for easing, um, excuse me, the mask mandates. But Mm. of course, we'll have to see how the trend is, Mm. Uh, even though there is a a kind of relatively high number of cases. Health experts are saying that Korea is much better prepared for this kind of jump in numbers. Um, But we won't know
0: anything until the announcement is made today. And even it seems that after the announcement is made today, if the numbers spike next January, for example, it's perfectly acceptable that we would go back to these standing restrictions, too. I mean, if the pandemic that has lasted for three years taught us anything is that nothing is for absolute certain. I mean, we talk about these variations and mutations, something that we're also keeping tabs on. In the meantime, let's move on to our third keyword of the day
1: grading system.
0: Oh, that's fun for everyone, isn't it? For the professors, for the teachers, for the students. (laughs) All right, so Korea has planned a new educational curriculum which includes the changes to the grading system and what kind of classes it seems that students can pick and choose and design according to their own interests.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of a a system that's similar to what universities have in Korea. Uh, So basically just starting that system a bit early on Mm. uh, in the academic uh, cycle. Uh, The Education Ministry wants to finalise the plan by February 2024. The changes would apply to those going to college in the year 2028, which would be current middle school first graders now. Uh, The plan includes implementing a credit-based curriculum for high school that's similar as i said to what universities do in Mm. korea Uh, that would give more choice to students on what classes they wish to take Uh, it is a system that is being used actually in some high schools currently um, but the government wants to of course expand the system to all of them at least by the year 2025 but some experts are warning that more preparations are needed to implement the plan by then so it could take longer A whole uh, educational reform and revamp of a whole grainy system, uh, of course, would take a lot of time. So I think the government is wary of that, but they are having set the target year to 2025. But we'll have to see if that deadline or timeline rather can be met. Mm. Um, Now, under the plan, high schoolers would need to fill 192 credits in order to graduate. Each class and subject would have varying Uh, credits. For those who are unfamiliar with how that kind of system works, basically in university, basically your average lecture is worth three credits. And you need to fulfill a certain amount of credit. I don't know how it is in the US. It's probably similar it's as well. Really similar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, in the UK, they use a different system because <laughs> British people like to be different in every way possible. But, <laughs> <laughs> is that accurate? But yeah, I mean, for, for American viewers, they, you, you know what it is. Basically, mm. three credits worth uh, mm. for uh, one lecture pretty much. Mm. And there's a certain a threshold that you need to fulfill if you want to graduate. So basically, that's the system they're looking into implementing. For high schools as well.
0: Okay, so there you go. It seems that maybe allowing students to choose uh, their own curriculum might give them more power to design what they're interested in. However, like you said, changing an entire education system has persisted for years. It takes time, so we'll have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, especially in a country where the national college entrance exam is probably one of the biggest events of the year. Yeah, I don't know how that kind of reform and change and revamp would uh, apply or apply uh, relative to the new grading system as well. Mm. Like how would exams be held if students are choosing their own subjects? So uh, it's it's a tough one. I don't, but that's, not for me to decide. That's for the government. <laughs> so I'll leave it to them and the experts.
0: Because you also have the American education system. We had SATs and SAT2s, and SAT2s right. would okay. be kind yeah. of like the subject test. And that might be one of the many examples we can benchmark. Now, framework, we understand the technicalities mm. and the small steps. We'll keep tabs on that. Let's move on mm. to our fourth keyword of the day.
1: Gloomy economy.
0: So there's yet again more data regarding Korea's economy that that actually paints a pretty gloomy portrait. This time, Korea's financial stress index has surged into the danger range. Can you tell us the details?
1: Well, if anything has the word danger in it, obviously it can't be good. And uh, (laughs) it's kind of, you know, red flags for uh, the economy. And it certainly is. Now, the FSI is in the danger range, as you said, due largely to U.S. monetary tightening, Uh, and increased volatility stemming from a credit crunch uh, that was triggered by the developer of Legoland Korea defaulting on debt. Uh, Bank of Korea data shows the FSI, which is based on real economic and financial indicators, uh, stood at 23.6 and 23 in October and November respectively. Uh, The BOK said that expanded market volatility from the issues mentioned before have restricted some intermediating functions of the bond and short-term money markets. Now, following the 2008 global financial crisis, FSI rose as high as 57.6 and for the next 11 years stayed well under 22, the Mm. line that indicates the so-called danger range. Mm. Now, it broke the 22 uh, threshold in 2020, Rising as high as 24.7 when the pandemic started, fell back and then broke through 22 again uh, in October. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, the ratio of private, private credit against the nominal GDP around the end of the third quarter stood at a record 223.7. That's up about uh, percent. That's up about 1.4 percentage points from the previous quarter. The ratio of corporate credit also jumped from. Um, 116.6 to 118.5 loan debts by small business owners are also expected to surpass uh, 40 trillion one um, next year
0: all right we move on to our final keyword of the day
1: Ukraine conflicts.
0: So Russia's President Vladimir Putin says Russia wants to end the war in Ukraine and that this would inevitably involve a diplomatic solution. It does seem, given the timing of it all, um, that Putin is wary of Zelensky's sit-down with uh, U.S. President Biden.
1: Right, so it seems like uh, he is feeling the pressure to end the war, but then he's got comments and actions that suggest otherwise as well. So it's a bit of a mixed bag of... uh, messages and um, uh, comments coming out from the russian president but his latest comments do come a day after uh joe biden hosted uh volodymyr zelensky in the white house and promised him continued and unwavering u.s support uh putin vowed to strive for an end to the conflict and uh saying that the sooner the better Uh, but white house spokesperson john kirby said putin has shown absolutely zero indication that he's willing to negotiate an end to the war. He said Putin is a man who wants to continue to um, uh, up the violence upon the Ukrainian people and escalate the war. He reiterated that Biden was open to talks with Putin but only after the Russian leader showed what he called a seriousness about negotiations and after consultations with Ukraine and US allies. So Yes, uh, he is going to talk to Putin, Mm -hmm. but after talking with everyone else first, basically. uh, Russia has persistently said it is open to negotiations, but Ukraine and its allies suspect a ploy to buy time after a series of Russian defeats uh, and retreats, um, pushing more of the momentum towards Kiev. Now, Russia says it is Ukraine that is refusing to talk, in fact. Uh, Kiev says Russia must halt its attacks and give up all military uh, territory uh, it has seen so far, if talks wants to happen. Uh, Putin also played down the significance of a patriot air defense system that Biden agreed to supply to Zelensky, uh, saying Russia would find a way to counter it. Uh, Putin also said a price cap imposed on Russian oil by Western countries would not damage the Russian economy. He said he would sign a decree early next week to set mm. out Russia's response. So he's basically saying he wants to end the war, but he's hinting at other kind of, you know areas of possible conflict as well so it's a bit confusing
0: all right uh, as you've said a lot of mixed signals there i'm sure there'll yeah. be analysis through the weekend and then next monday on a world news segment we'll give you the updates uh, adam thank you so much for this week's coverage happy You're holidays very welcome.
1: happy holidays and a, a pre-merry christmas
0: <laughs> see you next week adam see you next week